Remember how last week I said this week I would talk about the Poly Network crypto heist? I was determined to do that, and there was no news story that could possibly break this. Except for this one. So, I'm sorry. Wait another week for the Poly Network. But this is another crypto heist, and I could not resist covering it. I will admit, sometimes I think I'll run out of content for this podcast, because there's only so many historical cybersecurity events I can talk about. But the news I get absolutely makes up for this, and I am learning that every single day I do this. In fact, sometimes I have to be really picky with which news I cover, because I can't cover everything, and I'm often late to news topics, in fact. So it was actually super convenient that on April 20th, news of a crypto heist hit me while I was already on a roll with crypto heist episodes. This is hijacking the beanstalk, the crypto heist that sunk the value of a stable coin without any network or computer exploitation. As I just mentioned, Beanstalk Farms is a cryptocurrency project called a stablecoin. Now, a stablecoin differs from most cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum because it is pegged to a stable reserve asset, in this case, the US dollar. This makes the price stable so it doesn't fluctuate as much if you're interested in a lower risk crypto investment or just getting into crypto. However, due to a crypto heist that resulted in the loss of 180 million US dollars, the stablecoin Bean became very unstable very quickly, dropping from about a dollar, which it had maintained pretty well for quite some time, all the way down to just fractions of cents according to CoinGecko. On Sunday, April 17th, 2022, it dropped to about 1.23 US cents. And although on that same day it spiked to a whopping 5 cents, this did not last very long. When news of the hack was announced on Wednesday, April 20th, it was fluttering at around 0.3 cents. Since then, it has risen again to about 1.3 cents by the time of this recording, which is April 23rd, 2022. Beanstalk Farms doesn't have any kind of venture backing, so a bailout seems unlikely unless a lot of people chip in to help. This isn't just my view. People behind the project itself are in complete panic mode, and some even believe the project is completely fucked. But, well, only time will tell. How did this happen? How did a hacker make off with millions of dollars and plummet the price of the once stable bean? This isn't the most traditional crypto heist as I mentioned, and let me explain why. Let's just say there wasn't any master hacking going on. In fact, there wasn't really any hacking going on, period. Here's a sequence of events that happened, and how this person managed to do it without exploiting any computer systems. Step 1. Propose an emergency transaction, donating about $250,000 to Ukraine relief, but, you know, not really. Thing is, this transaction would need a two-thirds vote by the community to mitigate scammers. This was not effectively mitigated, which brings us to step two. Borrow around $100 million of cryptocurrency from elsewhere to give yourself a supermajority in the voting. I think you could see where this is going. Step three. Use your supermajority powers to approve the transaction. And, you know, throw in some more money so you make off with 80 million US dollars in beans. Step four. Instantly repay your $100 million crypto loan. Borrowing and repaying this kind of massive loan in seconds is called a flash loan, and apparently it's not that uncommon if you are allowed to do this for some reason. And finally, step 5, push all the crypto you've stolen through a tumbler, which effectively launders the crypto, then take it all. Wait a minute, Chloe. Earlier you said Beanstalk lost 180 million. What do you mean the thief only made off with 80 million? There's 100 million that's unaccounted for. And no, I'm not calling this guy a hacker because there was no hacking involved. Some people have called him a hacker. Still, no hacking. Systems were exploited, yes, but by definition, hacking includes compromising networks or devices, and that didn't happen. 
anyways, not the point. Even though the thief made off with only 80 million dollars, which I'd say as if it's pocket change when that's more than I'll ever own in my life. According to The Street, which is a finance news site, I did not ask some random guys on the street, the thief needed to sacrifice some of the crypto to pull off the heist, like fees for using a crypto exchange and fees for using the Tumblr. Fees are not the biggest factor, however. Beanstalk cites that this loss is mostly due to the devaluing of the bean coins, which I mentioned earlier, the price dropped from a dollar to just fractions of cents within a day, so yeah, that might account for some losses. This type of heist allowed for millions to be drained from Beanstalk in seconds. One of the spokespeople of the project, known as Publius, said, Honestly, not sure what to type. We are fucked. This project has not had any venture backing, so it is highly unlikely there is any sort of bailout coming. Obviously, Mr. Publius doesn't speak for everyone behind the Beanstalk project, but they do seem rather desperate. Because they sent the scam artist, who they've dubbed the Exploiter, a message on the Ether blockchain, begging for their money back. Here is what the message said when it was decrypted. In the wake of yesterday's attack, Beanstalk Farms makes the following offer to the exploiter. If you will return 90% of the withdrawn funds to the Beanstalk deployment wallet, Beanstalk will treat the remaining 10% as a white hat bounty properly payable to you. Thousands of individuals have been harmed and this is an opportunity to make good on yesterday's events. Beanstalk Farms. I'm going to make this very clear. This is not a white hat hacker and I am going to explain why. Seriously, someone stealing several million dollars from you is not a white hat, even if they give it back. If they did not steal anything in the first place and claimed a bug bounty, that makes them a white hat. If they illegally exploit your system in any way, but inform you, that is a gray hat. If they make off with the money and say nothing, that is a black hat and that is what happened. It is not complicated. White hat hackers are either hired or otherwise compensated in a mutual agreement, which did not happen. You deciding not to be mad about it in the present does not reverse the events of the past. I'm not even entirely sure if this can be counted as a bug bounty, because I don't think it was really a bug. This was not the first crypto heist done with a flash loan, but it was by far the biggest, and until this inherently flawed model is somehow fixed, I doubt it will be the last. Decentralized finance systems are still new, so of course they will have new types of flaws that thieves and hackers can exploit. Storing sensitive financial information on such a wide network of ledgers allows ample opportunity for cracks to form and hackers to slip through. Due to the strange nature of this crime, some people are wondering if it was a crime at all. I think yes, it was some sort of crime. I couldn't exactly tell you what because I am not a lawyer, I am a podcaster. But there was technically no unauthorized access gained, but I feel like there was some pretty clear fraud here. I don't know a whole lot about finance law, so I'm pretty sure there was some kind of financial law broken. I just couldn't exactly tell you what, or if it even applies to cryptocurrency. Beanstalk is attempting to rebuild. Hoping to gain enough capital to restart is a more secure project. Whether they get the beans back from the hacker or some kind of investors. I think it's unlikely Beanstalk will ever be the same. Will they rise again? Go bankrupt? Be able to fully rebuild? I couldn't tell you. Only time can do so. Thank you to Beanstalk Farms for being transparent about this story, as well as CoinGecko, Naked Security, The Register, The Guardian, and The Street for some information relating to the crime. And as always, thank you for listening to this episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, and until next time, stay secure, and watch where you put your money.